Hi, I'm Nat Edwards. The only place to get your daily footy news inside 20 minutes is on AFL Daily. Get the jump on other fans each weekday morning as AFL Daily sets the agenda on footy's biggest stories. A no-holds-barred, introspective look at the AFL world hits your podcast inbox each morning at 7.30. So subscribe to AFL Daily wherever you get your podcasts to never miss a moment. Hi guys, Sarah Ollie here and I've got a special guest, the Round 10 Rising Star nominee in Darcy Davis. Darcy, welcome to afl.com.au. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on here. I mean, talk me through this honour. Two goals and a really great performance to help get your side, the Gold Coast Suns, into fifth spot. How are you feeling after the match and also knowing that you really played your role? It's such a good feeling. Definitely having the win helped so much, getting us into the finals. So, yeah, I've just really, I've got to say, I'm so excited and just so excited for this next week, first final series for myself. Such a good start to my career. So, are you pinching yourself a little bit? Because I can feel it through the phone there that you are pretty <laughs> pumped. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I just, yeah, I do feel like super pumped. And I just, I just want, I just want the, um, it to be like the weekend because I just want to play. And, of course, at the weekend, we got the first look of the Suns' engine room without Charlie Rowbottom. We know that she won't play a part for the rest of the season with that ankle surgery. But I thought the Suns' mids more than stood up in her absence. Was that the chat post-match? Yeah, um, definitely not having her in there is definitely disappointing. She plays a huge role in our midfield and our team. But we have such a good group of girls like to fill in and like play their role for the team. And I just feel like... We have such a strong mid this year. It's just been, yeah, so good having the rest of the team play their role and, yeah. Now tell me how you got onto the Suns list because it's a really peculiar and unusual story and a little birdie told me that perhaps you shouldn't have been drafted until the end of of this year or drafted for next season. So just how did you get on the Suns list? I just went into, like, um, a meeting at, like, the start of the year with a few of the, with the list manager of the club, the coach and the manager, and they just said to me that it's possible that they can get it done. And I was just like, okay, like how good, like I get like a year in advance that I wouldn't have had like a whole year of learning. So yeah, took the opportunity as it came and just, yeah, it's been best decision ever. I just, I love the club. It's so good. And you're from a football mad family. You're one of four girls. Two of your sisters are in the AFLW and you've got another one coming up through the pathways. What's that been like growing up in a household of girls that are just mad about Aussie rules? Yeah, it's um, definitely good. You always have someone to talk to about footy if you want. Um, we kind of came into the... We kind of came into it a bit late. I think I was like... 12 when I first started and so Flo would have been 13 Giselle 14 so like haven't really grown up watching footy that much we've been more of like touch footy netball watching like those type of things um but yeah it definitely helps having heaps of people around the house that all play footy all understand you can talk to anyone when you want to um a lot of good banter as well with Flo at Giants we have so yeah well, talk to me about that banter because you came up against Fleur not too long ago. Firstly, were there some text messages throughout the week or the night before? What was it like out there and what did you discuss post-match? Yeah, um, definitely leading up to the game, it was just like trying to like see what 
like try to get her to tell me what she does and how she plays. I couldn't really get out of her too much, but I did do my vision on her in the rough. Um, didn't get to play on her until the last five minutes of the game, but that was probably like the most fun five minutes I've ever played of footy just because like playing on her, obviously it's it was just like a surreal experience. And like even like to this day, I just can't believe I got to play on her. It was so cool. So yeah, I didn't really brag too much about us winning that much because <laughs> I know I would have personally not liked it if she was doing it to me, so I just kind of <laughs> held off a little bit, but yeah. Well, hopefully many more battles to come when it comes to the Davis girls. But I want to know more about your family because they came out from Wales temporarily. It was meant to be for your dad to play rugby union, but they fell yeah. in love with, with Australia. So what happened there? Yeah, um, he obviously came here. I'm not sure what year he came to the Gold Coast to play like... Um, or I think what it used to be like what Bond Juni is now, what they used to be called, I can't really remember. But um, yeah, he was living in Mermaid at the time when he was here and he just fell in love with it. And obviously like we get such better weather here than back in Wales. So he just decided to move us all here. And yeah, just, I love it here. It's just, it's my home, it's so good. And I wouldn't really be anywhere else, so. And this year working with Lauren Bella in the Ruck. Tell me about your relationship with Lauren, what you've learnt and are indeed learning from her and just what kind of character she is around the Gold Coast Suns. She's definitely a really bubbly person. I love to be around her. I've always got like this radiant energy that she feeds off to a lot of people. She's obviously been playing at this level for a long time. I've learnt like a lot of her. It's always good to go against each other in training and like try new things in each other. Um, but yeah, she's just, I've got so close to her this year and I'm, I'm so glad I have her um, as the other ruck at the club to like talk to and like we do vision together and stuff. So it's just so good to hear her opinion on like the other rucks in the comp as well. But yeah, I love working with her. It's so good. Do you have an eye to the AFL and looking at what the male rucks do as well? Purely the, I can't really remember his name, but the Geelong ruck. Um, Blitzavs, I can't really remember his Mark name. Blitzavs, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really like I really like his game of like being able to like run to like either ends of the field and like play like that more endurance type of rock. So that's what I would try and um, do in my game. Um, definitely feel like my fitness has lacked a bit this season, but definitely picked up on it in the last four weeks of the season and it's definitely helped. And Darcy, just lastly, the Sydney Swans this weekend, it's a knockout final. What is the key to beating them? I guess we, we've been playing good footy the last like few weeks that we've had to so probably just like progressing that into the final series, just doing what we've been doing, playing our aggressive, contested play that we do, putting on a good show, like, yeah, just ripping in, obviously. Will you continue to rip in, Darcy? We are loving watching what you're doing and congratulations on your Rising Star nomination. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you. Hi, I'm Nat Edwards. The only place to get your daily footy news inside 20 minutes is on AFL Daily. Get the jump on other fans each weekday morning as AFL Daily sets the agenda on footy's biggest stories. A no-holds-barred, introspective look at the AFL world hits your podcast inbox each morning at 7.30. So subscribe to AFL Daily wherever you get your podcasts to never miss a moment.